0: Yippie Mother
1: Welcome to the Party, pal. Welcome to Yay Classic. This is our first show <laughs> in twenty twenty two. My name is Ralph Quattrucci. My name is Sean Paul Murphy.
2: I'm Debbie Murphy.
3: I'm John Quattrucci. And I'm Chris
1: Coker hey oh, hello everybody how was everyone's new year happy new year everybody
0: Woo-hoo! it was good happy new year to you guys and I were
1: drinking and gambling uh, you guys were playing poker that night yes. oh
0: you you were playing poker new year's eve yes,
3: yes.
1: Nice. Such it's so cool i can't get over this
3: yeah we went out to dinner and uh we were i said to my wife i go you know we gotta we'll probably be waiting two hours to get in so whatever so let's go early we went in there at about six o'clock, and there was about twenty percent capacity in the place. It was completely empty, so we were done in about an hour and a half. And we were with some friends, and we were like, "Well, we'll go back to our house till midnight." And I'm like, "Oh, that's like four and a half hours away. I don't know if we're <laughs> gonna make it." But we made it. We had fireball shots. We had some Mick Ultra, and we were watching the ball drop. Ooh, so it was, it was awesome. You
4: know, four we and a half really hours. Really celebrate you had time to watch the long version of Heaven's Gate.
3: <laughs> <laughs> speaking of uh yes, what we're gonna do. do
4: tonight
1: all right so a good one for everybody everybody stayed safe everybody's fine everybody's good okay yeah um before Living we get into chris chris coker uh we spun the wheel in 2021 chris is kicking doing the year show. off uh he'll he'll announce his uh, movie when we get there but let's do a round of what you watch let's start with john Quatrucy.
3: Well, I watch, so, uh, you know, I've talked a couple of times about, uh, and Chris will like this. Uh, a lot of the superhero shows I'm having problems with because they're going for, you know, go, they're going a little bit woke. It's not about the superheroes. It's about the message. And there's a show that used to be on the CW that's now on Disney Plus called Stargirl. Um, and it's a, it's a really good superhero show for, for a couple of reasons. Uh, they respect the history of the characters, the most comic accurate costumes and it is a change because the 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 team of superheroes are younger superheroes uh with a mentor uh but it's a really well done show and and every now and then they try to get a message across but but not compared to like the shows on the cw um or 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 even some of the movies but it's a really good uh uh superhero show and if you have younger kids uh, I think they'd really like it because uh, the lead character is, is a thirteen-year-old girl. She's the the hero in it, and it's uh, it's really well done. Good special effects and uh, good scripts too. So I recommend it highly. I just watched the the second season. I really enjoyed it. So Star girl? yeah, Star Girl. It's very yeah. good.
1: John, I'm just 100% uh, right. Maybe I'll watch that. Just waiting for the boys to come back out because they're still hanging
3: <laughs> on that one. So I know. Yeah, it's it's it's, very the, very it's the complete opposite of the boys. Right. Okay.
4: I'm sure. All right, uh, Sean and Debbie. Well. We kind of watched something together. We were watching, we were very much, one of the films we were looking forward to this year was Being the Ricardos. And we planned to see it in the movies, but because of the holidays, we couldn't. And, well, Debbie never managed to watch it. We tried it a couple times. She just hated it and kept stopping. I watched it all the way through, and I had problems with it. I was very disappointed. I, I
2: really love Lucy. And uh, I don't think Nicole Kidman gave a one tenth of mm-hmm. 1% anything close to what the woman was. You know, and that's, a, I just couldn't see her. And I just couldn't see her as Lucy. What was well, it that, that's about just what, me? Yeah. That's just it, me. Was it,
1: is that the only reason you didn't like her portrayal or was it, Sean, you were mentioning to me off camera that, I mean, the structure of the show is one week
4: during her when she was outed? Yeah. And it's like every – Red you know, Scare. i knew it was going to be the red scare because that's the pivotal week but then they throw in you know oh this is the week she's pregnant oh this week we had to battle the network and the show about whether she could be pregnant oh this is the week the um hollywood confidential story came out about ricky cheating on her oh this is the week that vivian vance confronts lucy about her having to be fatter and dress frumpy oh this is the week that um well you know William Fraley hated Vivian Vance Oh, well that was actually every week of the show they really did hate each other that was probably the best part of the movie
2: I don't think and not only that friends and no uh, they they really despise anyway (laughs) that's but what that what that movie prompted me to that prompted me to do because um you know 2022 I um just uh took a long deep dive into the holocaust uh on youtube um looking at all the, hey, to you, all the-
3: you went from you went from lucy to the holocaust yes yeah it's more cheerful
2: actually you know seeking to which you know uh spiritual spiritual uh, love to have more love in my heart for people and um
1: why well, you you know, didn't like Jewish people before what are you saying i'm confused
2: no, just to hear, the, hear their story.
1: I still, I'm, you know, no.
2: No. Um, the it,
3: it, leap, it's quite some, a segue. The leap
2: it is from seg- Ricky a, and Lucy. It's a really the- weird thing that happened to my brain. Okay. Well, let okay. me
3: just say this uh, on the latest, on the newest episode of Cue It Up with the Q Brothers, one of the things we're going to talk about is this show, which I did enjoy. But I will tell you, Debbie, what it made me do. Ralph always talks about going down the rabbit hole after I watched the movie, which I really did like. Uh, I watched a documentary on, it was either on YouTube or on Netflix YouTube, called YouTube. Being Lucy. Yeah, it's
1: YouTube for sure. And it was
3: excellent. I mean, it really, and it talks about everything that happened. To this, look, they compressed the time period. So for, for, for dramatic. That's the purposes, conceit of a document. That's right. To put everything in that one week, which is, I totally uh, yeah. get whoa, that.
4: Whoa, 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 whoa. But let's look at something else. What about the phony documentary overlay where they're doing right. like, Contemporaneous interviews with Bob. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a, listen, the that was just a framing a, structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: That didn't bother me. I mean, and I,
4: Jesse Oppenheimer, if they were going to do that, get real things instead of having actors. Yeah. yeah I thought him. I was a little that dead Were all, the real, dead? all yes, the real people all
3: dead? All the real people were dead. Yeah. So that yeah, didn't, you, that didn't bother me. I'm real looking at, I'm looking at Linda Lavin L- Linda,
2: Linda Lavin is doing an inter- interview what, and I'm thinking, wait, a minute.
1: But, but I, what I took out of it was that, Debbie and Sean are our Lucy and Ricky of this podcast for oh. sure. Okay, Debbie, no you got doubt- some
2: explaining
3: to do. There's
1: no doubt in my mind that <laughs> <laughs> you guys. But again, we'll do a little longer dive into your jump from "I Love Lucy" to the Holocaust. Because yeah, we'll do that on a cue it up because that's fascinating. Yeah, okay? but yeah. Check, so out, check out back. Check out cue
3: it up. I think you're going to enjoy it and more I,
1: than I, you enjoyed like the movie. Like John, I enjoyed it too. I I'm a yeah. I'm a sucker for Adam Sorkin. Not his directing. Uh, but his writing. I could listen to that all day. Yeah, long. that definitely was Adam
3: Sorkin writing. I you love the pattern. That. I love yeah. the
1: pattern. It's just, it's so, and, uh, Javier is great. And she, I thought, I thought Nicole Kidman did a decent so did job I. for what she, you know, Chris,
0: did you see it? No, no, I haven't. Is it, is it? <coughs> <Uh-oh>. <coughs> me. It's Amazon, uh-huh. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Yeah. No, I meant is it Aaron Sorkin or Adam Sorkin?
1: Aaron. I screwed Aaron. up the name probably. It's yeah. Aaron Sorkin. Adam is his cousin.
3: Uh, <laughs> he was a failed screenwriter. Uh but well, uh, I was just Aaron say
0: that I'm a I'm a big fan of Aaron Sorkin's writing as well. Yeah. Uh, so I'll definitely check it out now. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge, you know, I love Lucy's fine. I've seen a few episodes, but I'm 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 not one of these people that has a real I never had a real
3: connection
1: there. Well, and while we're on this subject and I'm sorry, I didn't do this earlier. Uh, rest in peace, Betty white. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I didn't bring this up earlier. Yeah. So Nevin. You, you talk about a rabbit hole, I fell down a rabbit Show-in hole and with all her Saturday night live things, her Snickers commercial Lake Placid, where she plays that foul mouth lady who's feeding <laughs> the, the alligator is just <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Um, Anyway, rest in peace, Betty White.
3: I also 99. read something, I something. She almost something, made it to hundred. Oh my god! I read something about her that she was actually on the first television broadcast ever done. She was. She
1: well, when you so, look at her she's stuff, been,
3: she's been in it forever.
1: She was doing a series, uh, yeah, Betty a Elizabeth, couple of series. or something, A Day with Elizabeth. Early, a couple early, of early series. On. Yeah. yeah so anyway, yeah, I didn't mean TV. to interrupt, Chris. I just want yeah. to throw that out there. But Chris,
3: what are you watching? Well, are we um,
1: co-hosting the show now. This is. Are you co-hosting?
3: That, I just okay, felt I like see. it's. I thought in 2022, one of my resolutions is try to make the show a lot better.
0: <laughs> yeah, ah, nice. Um, <laughs> try. You try then. Um, I can meet no, you. By the way, go ahead. One of the one of the things I uh, watched, which might have, which was originally going to be, I thought might be the choice for this week, was um, um, Perry Hensel's uh, 1972 classic, "The Harder They Come," starring Jimmy Cliff. Uh, the first film produced completely Jimmy Cliff. Yeah, the reggae uh, artist. Yeah. Uh, first film produced completely in Jamaica, starring Jamaicans. They actually uh, they a lot of the versions you will see are subtitled because they speak that patois. Uh, so it's it's terrific. It is um it's basically an outlaw movie. Very, very similar to like almost like a Bonnie and Clyde Um In the sense that here's this guy who goes, he's a country boy that moves to the city to try to make it in in the city. And he goes through all these different things and the odds are stacked against him. And he eventually turns to um, a life of crime um, and and gets the fame that he's seeking. Uh, He's There's an absolutely fantastic scene uh, where Jimmy Cliff um, sings the title song, The Harder They Come. And they're in the studio as he's recording it. And there's just an energy there. Highly recommend it. It's actually a very um, heard of it. well put together movie. It's a mid, it made a huge hit as a midnight movie here. It played in Boston for literally like six years. Um, and the funny, the story is, and this is a story they talk about. I'm not sure how many times it happened, but, but apparently when Jimmy Cliff would come and play Boston, he would go to this one theater that showed it like a couple of times a week as a matinee. And he would literally jump up on the, sc- on the stage and act out some of the parts. And of course, people would lose their minds and stuff, but I, I highly recommend it. It's really good. It's kind of this, like I said, it's a very kind of, um, you know, rags to outlaw story. Um, but with this, but with an absolutely fantastic soundtrack. It's, it's one of the soundtracks that literally, um, along with Bob Marley is credited with breaking, um, reggae out into a far wider, international audience uh it's terrific i never heard of it it's called the harder they come um and where did you stream like this terrific it, story
1: Did you stream it or where'd you see it where do you see it um it is
0: actually on if you have comcast comcast all that has all these weird apps like um streaming services and it's on zumo x-u-m-o oh, okay. and it's it's in high def and it's free so
1: that with was a comcast, nice but with comcast
0: but yes, you have to have Comcast. John, have you seen little- it?
3: You shook your head a little bit. Have you seen this movie?
0: I'm familiar with it, but I haven't seen
4: it. I was thinking if we were gonna do it, I know a woman who um handles a lot of the um you know, legacy rap stars. I mean, um right, not before reggae. you make
1: any promises, see if you can get her on the show first, then we'll talk about it, okay? Yeah. 2022. That's my resolution. Anytime you say you're going to bring someone on, we're going to book them first. Then say you're going to
3: bring them on. Deal. <laughs>
4: okay. Deal. I don't okay. mention any names until I. Uh, we're start.
3: Okay, we are starting the year up Stark, hot. Stark. I'm going to um, bring
4: on Uncle Al. Uh, hey, I would love to bring on Uncle Al. That
3: as well. would be awesome.
1: We'll have to work that out. Yeah. Um I'm going to be quick on mine. I saw Matrix Reso- Rev. Re- was it Matrix Resolutions? I think it's no it uh, Resurrections. <laughs> Resurrections.
0: Yeah, uh, it sucked.
1: Yeah. Don't see it. I was expecting a lot more. It's very meta. It's, I, I don't know if the director wanted to direct this film because it seems like she didn't want to direct it because all the stuff she's putting in there about how Warner Brothers wa- forced, like, uh, what's his name is now a game. Anyway, don't see it. It's, I think it sucked.
3: Yeah. As much you, as I, I
1: wanted to re- get that feeling I had when I saw The Matrix the first time and I didn't really like the sequels of The Matrix. I really only liked one. Yeah, well, they the first were terrible. One. This thing is just.
3: Yeah, okay, you know I just, what? I haven't I can't watched it. What a miss it is. I haven't even watched it because uh I uh, first of all I love Keanu Reeves. I love the John Wick movies. I love The Matrix and I know that this movie's going to be terrible because I have not read, read one good review on it. And then Ralph after you said that, it's like I don't even want to watch it because it's going to I just I can't. It's, and I probably should, but it's uh, like they're
1: they're like they're pointing you at the they're like they're they're just saying to you, "I know this is what you want, yeah. but" This is what we gave you. You know, there's no, you know, there's no Lawrence Fishburne, but you know, I'm here playing Lawrence Fishburne or now it's a Hollywood, um, executive that's the bad guy, you know, played by Jonathan Groff, who's great. I mean, the guy's great. And, and the the therapist's played by, um, Doogie Hauser. I can never remember that. Neil Patrick Harris. Neil
4: Patrick. So they've added some good people, but it's just, Sean, have you seen it? Yeah. I'll tell you what. It's terrible. They just like changed the, all the rules of the universe and how things work. Right. So completely, it's like, it's not even, it's like, why am I watching this? And you're right. Apparently that Warner Brothers was going to make this, whether any of his sisters were involved or not. One walk, one wouldn't do it. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, but, um, no, it comes I, off that way. It I comes off like I was hoping I would like, like, a, like it. And after you, know, I like well, what was the Reeves? number
2: one reason why it failed? Cause
4: it, it was terrible. It, well, yeah, it also, it was. also,
3: it also, from what I read, and I haven't seen it, but what I read was it doesn't respect the original. It reinvents exactly. everything. Like Keanu Reeves, the whole point of The Matrix is he's the one. Now he's not the one. And also right, the but, action but, scenes at his age yeah, that's the thing. aren't like they down. were when he was, you know, that slow first and, movie. And,
1: and, and all the things that made the first one cool, they bring up as right. a bunch of idiots talking about bullet time and all right. of the stuff that made that one so uh, mind boggling and breakthrough and all that. And it's, it's, it's just, it just, it doesn't work. And, and, uh, you know,
4: Keanu Reeves was never the one. It was him with Trinity.
3: Right. Well, yeah, but that's, you know, that's, <laughs> like that's, that's one not, not the way well, they did And it then the it, it
4: turns into a let's rescue
1: Trinity or Tiffany, right. or whatever her name is now. Uh, and then, got, you know.
3: but
4: the thing is, it's like they wouldn't even, um like he could fly in the other movies. Now right. he can't fly, but right. she can. And she never right. flew. But also how they get in and out of the Matrix. Why the Matrix exists. You know, there is how the humans are. It just none of it makes any sense. It's sort of like they. it sort of reminded me of the very last of the Star Wars trilogy, though that was better.
3: Uh, The last one of
4: those where they just suddenly start making stuff up. Right.
3: Exactly. They
4: They had eight films to set everything up. Right. And then in the last film, they're like inventing stuff.
3: Did you yeah. hear what Keanu Reeves did with his seventy uh, percent of his salary? He donated to uh, what was it? Cancer treatments? Leukemia. Or something? Leukemia. Seventy yeah. percent. Did he do that with this one or is it original? this one? He this did that this with this one. one. Yeah. You know, he doesn't Good need it. Him. They don't need no. it. I
1: mean, but, it, and you know, and like you said, he's, he looks a little longer than the tooth running around. And,
3: well, and, listen, I still like if you watch a John Wick movies, I the know, action scenes. All, I know. The action scenes in those movies are spectacular. Yeah. But in this one, uh, they said he did a lot of this where he was making the bullets go, but he really wasn't fighting that much like in the yeah. first one. And that's what you want to see. And I well, get it. I mean, he's not a watch kid it anyway, anymore. John, just so you see I, it. But I, say <sighs> skip. I, I say
1: skip it,
4: but. Yeah. Here's my right, one right. question and why yeah. I wish everyone would see it is whether you think this one is worse than the matrix revolutions number three you know because that one was really bad actually both the, sequels,
3: really bad. both the sequels both the fe- sequels were pretty bad i mean there was the second one had some good scenes in it but it just the first one is just I, That's i've mind-blowing i've and seen I, the first one like five times in the last two months i just love that movie everything i watch about it all the, movie, the time too i just love it and there was so much uh the technical stuff they did for the first time, you know, now it's all tired stuff. The only but back thing then, I
1: remember from the second sequel is that highway chase. That's the only thing I remember with those two white. Well, don't you remember
3: all the all the uh, Agent no. Smiths going after?
1: I, 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 yes, but I really yeah. remember that anyway. Mr. Okay, so Anderson. When they really can't die,
4: there's no right. stakes.
1: Yeah, when right. they're like, serious. well, that's right. It's enough. So skip it. Skip it. All right. Let's get into when movies were movies. 1974. Ugh, of course, Rob. <laughs> the,
3: the 70s. Oh, that's when God. movies were movies.
0: Chris, what's the oh, film you brought? Um, I brought uh, Michael Cimino's first feature film called Thunderbolt and Lightstone, yes. starring uh, Clint Eastwood and a very young, absolutely cool Jeff Bridges. Oh
1: totally um, cool. They said this is the big Lebowski when he was very young. He's just basically, <laughs> yeah. it's Lebowski.
0: He's um, basically the story is it's it's kind of straightforward. Well, that's actually not straightforward at all. <laughs>
1: oh. yeah. now, let me let me show the trailer first, and then okay. we'll get into we can start talking about some of the deets uh, on this thing. Let's see if I can get this thing up
3: and running.
0: Let each of us study to approve ourselves. Like I mentioned, um, this is uh, Michael Cimino's first feature film. Cimino probably most famous for uh, winning the Best Picture and Best Director for um, The Deer Hunter. And or, then, or
1: destroying United Artists with Heaven's Gate. One of with the With Heaven's
0: t- Gate, which, by the way, is still an amazing film. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I'll disagree with that later. But <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that in another. All right, series. go ahead. Sorry. That being said, um, Chimino met uh, Clint Eastwood. He was a brought in as a screenwriter uh, on Magnum Force, the second of the two Dirty Harry films, which was, I think, the story and the first screen pass were done by John Milius, right? Um, and they became pretty good friends, and Chimino has even said if it weren't for, um, you know, Clint Eastwood, he wouldn't have a career. Clint Eastwood kind of gave him, you know, said I'll make a movie with you when he read uh, Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. So basically it's the story of these uh, one professional, kind of pseudo-ex-criminal, and one grifter, young, the young guy. And the fast, very fast friendship that they form. Um, this is one of those films where, honestly, I'm not sure why it's not as well remembered as a lot of other Clint, great Clint Eastwood films. I mean, I have my own theories on it. Um, this is one of those ones when I talk about it, people kind of look at me sideways. You know, they remember Dirty Harry and Magnum Force and you know the gauntlet and a bunch of his other films from the 70s play misty for me which is amazing um like but this one always seems to fall down and which is surprising because jeff bridges actually won best supporting he won an oscar for his role as lightfoot he no was he was won nominated. or is nominated? Was nominated
3: didn't win yeah he didn't, oh, he didn't win. win
0: i'm sorry no. he was Nominate, nominated but that's My nominated mistake.
1: for sure nominated
0: okay anyway well he should have won because he was awesome yeah, yeah. he was great um, He's fantastic in this film. And so, and then, then you add on top of it, like George Kennedy is in it, who's absolute. He's great in everything. Red. I really like him as Red Leary in this movie. Yeah. But essentially, I mean, it starts out as, you know, it's overall from the trailer. It looks like a, a, like a hardcore heist film. And while the heist definitely takes part of the story, it's really about the relationship between these two guys and then the additional relationship of these two other guys that kind of come in and then they have this kind of weird push and pull um, in the sense that, you know, one of the things I really like about this film is that, you know, they are so kind of honest with each other. There's a great scene early on where, you know, Clint Eastwood's character wants to split up. You know, he and Lightfoot had a little adventure together. They stole a couple of cars kind of thing. And then they're leaving. And he's like, I want you to have this watch, kid. And he's like, I don't want your watch. I want your friendship. You know, it's a great kind of honest moment where he's like, you know, I like you. I think we're good together. We should do this. Um, and I, I mean, obviously I've read a number of, you know, articles that have said, you know, that, that there's this relationship between them and, and it is about their relationship. Um, and even there's that great scene where they're walking along the river. And they're kind of having a little picnic with some beers and some.
3: Yeah, the Olympia beer.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And and I can see where people might look at it and go, this is about, you know, two men in love or something like that. And while I think they do love one another, I don't think it's a kind of a a sexual thing. No, No, it's it's a bromance. bromance. It's a bromance. It's It's It's, it's uh, uh, like Ralph
4: and Burt Reynolds.
0: Right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's a
1: a Butch Butch and Sundance. Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. And But I, I think what's great is, like, for Butch and Sundance, where they're already together, you kind of see the beginning. Um, and don't get me wrong. the Some of the issues that I have with this film is that, like, a lot of things happen just by circumstance, yeah. you know? True, Rob. Um, and and what I mean by circumstance is, like, they'll just be there, and then something will happen to kick the story off to the next part of the, you know, the next. Yeah, like, I don't um, know, know how anybody found
1: story. anybody. There's
0: always. Yeah. The guys
1: are you know, like, ready to they shoot. Contrived.
2: Them.
0: The
1: yes. Way. It's contrived
0: for sure. Yeah. But at the same time I'm willing to overlook all that because the performances are solid. Um and I just I just think it's a really entertaining film. It's got some great you know it's funny I did read that um Eastwood was actually a little bit bitter after the film came out because everybody was talking about Jeff Bridges' performance and he really felt that his performance was great. And you know what? It really is one of his better more subtle, nuanced performances. He's not trying to be this ultra hard guy. He's not dirty, hairy. Um, who, it is so funny, too, because when you watch the first two Dirty Harry movies, which I think are fantastic, um, you know, you talk about sequels and the law of diminishing returns. That's a series that really, after Magnum Force, in my opinion, just kind of really dropped off.
1: Um, yes, but they were still great. I mean, did bigger
3: box office?
1: Not the fifth one. I didn't like the one with Jim Carrey. That one wasn't uh, <laughs> Deadpool. Deadpool, Deadpool. But I like the third one. And well, okay, so yeah. Now this is a seventies oh, through and through, right? So this oh, yeah. misogyny. The so Ralph was in his glory. Oh yeah. my God. You know, yeah. they're looking at they're looking at waitresses' asses. They're picking up women left mm-hmm. and right. That one, you know, girl starts screaming rape, and you know, um, and Daisy no Duke. Da- Daisy yeah, Catherine Duke. Bach. Uh, Bach. Catherine Bach? Bach. Catherine Bach is yeah. in there. Um,
0: on, and I
1: think the reason people, I think this gets a lot of confusion between this and the Iger sanction. Remember that other Clint Eastwood? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think George Kennedy, I think yeah. George
1: Kennedy's in that one too. I remember this one as a kid specifically for the, the last scene, the last, yeah. the last act in this film with what happens. I mean, we can spoil it. it came out in 74 Yeah. with what happens to Jeff Bridges character. Mm-hmm. I forget his name. What's oh, it's, it's Lightfoot. <laughs> <Lifewood. laughs> yeah. Um, I remember that specifically. Now, watching it again now, I really, I thought the film was, uh, first of all, it's a Chimino film with some humor in it, right? A lot of Um, humor, not
3: a little bit, a lot. So he's
1: really not known for his humor. I mean, Deer Hunter was serious from the get-go. I didn't see Heaven's Gate. I imagine that was super serious. That Um, was, yeah, but it was funny. He's done another, what's, I know he did some other cop type film. Uh, Mirror Mirror the Dragon. Dragon That's right. um, Okay. Mickey Rourke Rourke. is Mickey Rourke in the Mickey Rourke and the he has since, and he has since transitioned right yep. to a woman yes. he's now a woman yep. well no he's
0: dead but
1: well he transitioned, he transitioned before he, he died yeah right. he that's, a, exactly, that's a big transition <laughs> that's <laughs> a big transition so that scene with jeff bridges where jeff dresses up as a woman takes on yeah. a whole and he looked pretty good actually as a woman oh, well
3: looking oh, yeah, back looking back and revising it knowing that he transitioned a lot more is being read into the relationship than was there.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm
3: saying? The relationship so I, with what do you between mean, relationship? Clint Eastwood and, and uh, Jeff Bridges. Oh,
1: well, I mean, you could look at that and just some, there's some, you could, you could definitely say there's something else going on there. Yeah. Just the way Bridges was playing it. But.
0: <laughs> and you um, can even, you can even take a look at that and also talk about it as the same way. Um, once the George Kennedy character comes in, Red Leary comes in, you could almost see him as like Clint Eastwood's ex- Partner, friend, girlfriend, however you want to break it down, because there's that, there's a nice little scene in there, you know, where, uh, George Kennedy and Jeff Bridges are, are getting some gear for the heist, right? And he's like, you know, Kennedy tells him, no, it was actually Eastwood that's the war hero. And he says to him, he's like, you know, well, why did you try to kill him? He's like, because we were friends, right. you know, that it was because they were friends that it made what he felt was that betrayal even worse. Um,
1: well the film starts with all these guys going after clint because they thought he ratted them out to the uh so the to police. the police authorities the about the money the that money. was hidden in the one room schoolhouse exactly so they all thought that clint had already taken that money so they were trying to assassinate him red hooks back up with him after that whole scene like this is one of those scenes that's just contrived all of a sudden they're at the same place that uh uh thunderbolt and Lightfoot are and start shooting shooting at him and then they mm-hmm. be they partner up and Decide to do the same robbery again, the same safe crack. Well, he's robbery.
4: successfully tracking them everywhere. Right. They're driving aim totally aimlessly around. Right,
1: and everybody's yeah. being found. Yeah, I mean it's a total road film. It's a road. Yeah, film. absolutely,
3: it is a road it's film. It's
1: a midnight. It's midnight. Um, midnight midnight run. run. Midnight run. Yeah, it's
3: Thelma Louise. It's Thelma also- Louise. It's
1: Midnight Run. I mean, it, it's it's Road to Rio. Time. So I mean, Chaimeno, I thought did a great. This is a, a nice job directing this one. I mm-hmm. thought it was. I mean, Deer Hunt is amazing, right? Deer Hunter is just yeah. off the charts.
0: Well, uh, one of one of the go. things is, and and I read um, Stephen Bach's book about uh, called Final Cut, which is about yeah. Heaven's Gate and the right. the debacle that it became. Right. And one of the and he talks actually, Chaimeno talks a lot about this film. And one of the things, and so does Stephen Bach. And one of the things he did was he really. He was smart in, in, the, in the people he hired, the stunt directors he hired, um, you know, the camera people he hired, because at this point in his career, he understood that he didn't really know how to make a movie as a director. So he hired good people and leaned on them. That's why, you know, you talk about that car chase slash shootout where they're shooting at him and, you know, they go over the side. They're able to escape, um, uh, you know, they're able to escape, but it's, it's a really great, well put together scene. I like scenes where you can – action scenes, especially car chases, where you can tell what's happening, you know? And uh, I just think it's really like – it sounds like from everything i read, he really really leaned on those guys that had been in the business, you know, and had done these things to really make what's a really solid –
1: Imagine the pressure having Clint Eastwood give you the go on this, and he's in the film. Yeah. You know, and Eastwood – I think I was reading some articles about how Eastwood was like, three takes, we're done. There's no reason to mess around. Let's just – you know? Can he you imagine you, the pressure that's under? He Cimino? forces
4: the best out of you, mm. Eastwood. And the thing about Eastwood, for people who've worked with him, if he trusts you, you know, he'll he'll let you do your thing. But you're right; he's a very economical filmmaker. He brings them yeah. in under budget and under time. Mm-hmm. And if you read, remember, you did read the Stephen Bach book. Like when he was trying to get additional time to do something, and they're like, "No, we're not going to give it to you." He's like, "Call Clint. Call Clint. Ask." Ask Clint how many setups I was able to do on this one day, you know, because he wasn't doing that on um, mm-hmm. Heaven's Gate,
0: No,
4: you know. But um, how far down the line is this Jeff Bridges career? You no, know, last picture show I was, right, before, was, this, was before this. Yeah. yeah. It was like 71. Last picture show was either 70 or 71. Yeah,
3: he did a couple. This wasn't like his second movie. He had done a couple.
0: He'd done a few things, but yeah.
3: He and found- I think to your point, Chris, I think this is more thought about. I think it is a movie that's talked about and thought about, but I think it's much more about Jeff Bridges, than it is about Clint Eastwood. Yeah,
1: yeah it's a, but this is a traditional Clint.
3: But this it's is... but that's not the performance that sticks out in this movie. It's it's Jeff Bridges. No, and the but I'm played. saying
1: that's what I mean. Clint yeah. is always Clint Eastwood. I didn't. This didn't. Yeah, but he play, he
3: was more understated than he usually is, and well, there was the a little more the priest playing the priest in his act. No, not of- even that. It's a relationship with uh Jeff Jeff Bridges, which I thought was was good. Um, well, I like that he was playing an old guy.
1: He's like, look, yeah. my leg is killing me. I'm too old for this. I, right. I don't mm-hmm. want to get another relationship with not sexual, but just a relationship. There's, this this is not, this is not going to go anywhere. What's the point? Ten Which years too late. That's right. Ten years too late. Um, and ultimately, as we know what happens at the end, and, and they're foreshadowing <laughs> that ending the whole time. Red is, uh, Red is saying right from the beginning, I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to punch you in the head and you're going to die. He actually says that. Yeah. At the beginning, I'm going to punch you in the head and you're going to die. And then Jeff Bridges, uh, Lightfoot just kept egging him on. He does that scene where he kisses him, he fake kisses him on the lips. Right. And just yeah. completely, you know that it's over. And when it actually happens, it's devastating because it happens slowly. Yeah. It right. isn't. I mean, and, and you know,
4: it's going to happen even if you haven't seen the film when George Kennedy pushes his friend, right. his loyal friend out of the batch. Jeffrey star. Lewis, by the way.
1: And, and let's yeah. talk about some of the other. The actors in this are all Clint Eastwood. I mean, Gary Busey. Gary Busey's in there. The guy, the guy in the 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 car with all the bunnies. You know that bunny scene. That guy that was putting the carbon monoxide. That's the that's the rapist from. Deliverance. That's one of the guys <laughs> yeah. who yeah. rapes Ned Beatty.
3: You got a pretty uh, mouse. Right.
1: And, and the guy who is his partner, uh, Clint Eastwood's work buddy there who goes to the bar. That's a guy who's in all these shows. He's in Blazing Saddles yeah. as well. Yeah. I don't know his name, but he's been around forever. So all these guys are in it. And, um,
0: and you have it's just go ahead. You have Dub Taylor as the yeah. guest. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I mean, that is just a great 90 seconds of film when he's just going on about how. The economy, right? That's not it. That's not it. You know, and one of them is the Buffalo nickel, and it's all going to go downhill, you know? Yeah. yeah. uh,
1: But again, you can see why. I mean, I and I heard that I read that Clint was upset that he didn't get an Oscar nomination for this Mm -hmm. film,
4: that only Bridgers did. This is Um, the kind of film they were giving Oscars for that, too. This kind of, like, character study Mm-hmm. type of film you think it's a little too goofy though that maybe that's described. why i mean it's not french connection right
1: it's a little too tongue-in-cheek it's like it's a little we're well, just got
3: nominated so i know
1: but because he is such a presence on screen mm-hmm. uh that it's hard I mean, not to look away from him right yeah um
0: it, it's it's like one of my the biggest problem i have with the film is is like how you get to the end right and and they they find the schoolhouse again the one room schoolhouse yeah, that's awesome yeah and and it's it's a great moment but you can't help but think to yourself you're telling me they went up they found the old location the new school has been built there and nobody bothered to ask like a custodian or somebody hey what happened to the old one and they would have gone oh yeah it's out on route 97 right you know or or whatever you know what i mean i mean granted there's no movie if you do that right that's um, i mean right Right. Or it's a 20 Here's, minute short. Where's the know? conflict there?
4: You would also mm-hmm. ask if, if the, if it was torn down, which they assumed it was, some contractor would have found right. that money. Right. Oh, yeah. I would be going after the people who built the school. Yes. You know? Yes. Or who
0: demoed the old building. That's what you're trying to find out.
4: Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, because,
2: so, yeah,
1: well, but how fun is it though that the way they got caught was a shirt tail hanging outside. Right. A trunk going into a drive in movie theater. And that redheaded women are bad luck.
0: Yep. Yeah. Right? And hay fever. Right. Hay fever. Yeah.
1: Bridget said that early. Redheaded women are bad luck. And then, cool. sure enough, uh, you know, that, that's a lady who's at the work of the drive and sees a tail hanging out of the trunk and busts them for, you know, what's that, 50 cents? We used to do that all the time at the drive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah awesome.
4: Sneaking in the
1: trunk. Yeah. yeah. Ralph uh, would be going
3: to the drive in by himself with six people in the trunk. <laughs>
1: Why are you going by yourself, so, son? Uh, I, and, and to me, though, what I remember as a kid is, is Jeff Bridges' death, his death. Yeah.
4: Uh, the way so his bad. character
1: passes away and how slowly I mean, it happens. And, and he sees it happening. We as a viewer see it slowly happening. He does that thing with his lip and he's, his arm is, and it's just devastating. Well, it's actually, seen in the church
3: where he just started staring at this space. He just lost. And he's like, up. Lightfoot, Lightfoot yeah that was yeah it was tough uh and yeah.
1: that's what i remember as as this film for and the big gun the giant gun which is all yeah. posters yeah, which and is really cool that, 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 yeah so and it's
0: so. yeah i mean his scene is especially it's it's extra heartbreaking when you know you know he kind of tells a little bit about himself and he's like you know i was going to be sent off to a boarding school i was too much for my parents to handle and he was basically like you know, I met this lady on the train and we spent two new week, weeks in New Orleans, but Hey, it was, it was good. We had a good time. And then at the end where, you know, he's like, I feel, you know, he's like, I don't feel like a criminal. Right. I feel like we did a, a job. I like well a hero. Done. I'm a hero. I feel like yeah. I feel like we're, yeah. And you know, as he's breaking down and you're just at that point, you're, you're like, yeah.
1: And he's driving in the white Cadillac, which is all that right he around. wanted so which much. Is, what he wanted, you know, wanted. Yeah. So it's like,
0: um, he like, all right, he Debbie, lends, Debbie. But at
1: what a cost, you know? I need to hear Debbie's perspective.
2: Okay, yes. I know <laughs> this. Okay, but
3: it I made laugh. me think of Joseph, Joseph Mengele. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, why did I laugh like that so <laughs> <laughs> frivolously? Um, so Clint Eastwood, you know, of course, I love seeing him with the shirt off that, that scene when he takes he did shirt that off. a lot
3: too, did that a lot in this movie. Oh, so,
2: his and the back of his uh back. Oh man, he's musk muscles yeah. in his back. Yeah, She, is, likes, like that. she wow. likes that.
1: I bet yeah. he still is.
2: I love his arm muscles and his back. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's a good Debbie right there. Guy Here he romance. is. Yeah. The
3: yeah. way there he is. The way the yeah, sweat cascades <laughs> down his glistening body.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, you know, I love I love him in rawhide, and I love to see him. Rowdy Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? I I love to see as rawhide, but um, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Sorry, oh this is so terrible. Okay, but, but the film. Okay, cut that out. Um, oh no. So anyway, <laughs> it's a bromance. It's Brian's song. You know when you guys. Yeah, you good guys are no,
3: Good, good and call. Nice. So many
2: avenues. So I have uh, witnessed uh, my own my husband's uh, various um, bromances through the years, and it's interesting to watch it on film um you know it's just kind of a fun thing to see romances
1: romances bromances. yeah
2: from and men finding each other yeah you know a friendship and maybe more than a friendship a showers kinship, a, k- a kinship you know like a like a going through some kind well, of that's why it's so
1: devastating at the end when clint loses this guy because he was fighting it the whole time he's like i can't I can't afford to get in a relationship with anybody. I'm broken. I don't want to do this. I got nothing. And then he finally meets the guy and the guy's taken from him.
3: And they were successful.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it really is a powerful film that, uh, that affected me back as a kid just because of what I saw at the end. But now knowing, you know, all these years, it's like, wow, it's a really well done. Uh, now it's like we're talking about this massage you know, women are treated shitty and, you know, Men aren't treated the... much better, though. Yeah. No, they're getting... Everybody's dying in this thing. They're all getting flopped around <laughs> and wearing a dead man's suit and all that. That's the other thing. He's wearing his dead man's suit.
2: I wouldn't say women are treated um, shabbily. I say that they're uh, treated um, with disregard, you know, like they're not... They don't matter.
1: Well, except redheads are bad luck. I mean, they did oh, play a pivotal role.
4: All
2: in, in all let's all...
4: talk about uh, reds. Well, let me... Um, let, let's talk about... Oh, go ahead, some... go ahead. Well, first... Um... I saw this kid when I filmed when I was a kid too, like you, and I really loved it, and I was really impacted at the end as well as you as you are and as I am now. But I tell you, now I had more problems with it. It's sort of like people, particularly in the first act, didn't behave like people do. It's like how did Clint Eastwood manage to become a pastor of the church? And then if you know your opponent that is in there, do you go in and shoot him on Sunday morning in front of all those people? You know? I mean, it's just there's and it's sort of like later when Jeff Bridges is like, Well, I want you know, we could do something like what? Well, you could teach me how to hit a bank or something. It's like, wait a minute, they never mentioned anything about banks. It just Yeah, but back up a sec. Do, that scene in the church, visually, did you enjoy that scene It's in interesting, yeah. yes. But to me it's symptomatic of why um Chimino films fail overall. He had one film fail, right? I mean, what? No, what? What you? Okay, if you say the Deer Hunter's good, what other film was good? Well, uh, the and the Dragon Heaven one Gate. is pretty
1: good, mm, and this Fear one's the good.
4: The Sicilian. Okay, that was terrible. Um, Desperate Hours, not good. Oh, yeah, okay, maybe. I you mean, know what the one saying- good thing I'll say about him, I thought he had done Highlander too. <laughs> but he didn't. No, so, at least he doesn't have that on his shoulders. Yeah. That was a about- <laughs> you No, know, I mean, I just, I, you know, it, it's kind of, it's like what you said, um Chris. It's like stuff just happens to force the plot, plot along. And that's In any the film, why 70s, we complain- that was more allowed. That you happens know, in every it's the sloppy control- writing. It'd it you- just as <laughs> easy to make it really happen, and it would be better for the characters.
1: Any film that that requires coincidence to move a plot along, you can break it down in a second.
4: Like one well, here's the thing, thing is right. Has one coincidence. If you have two coincidences, I mean, every, every film is based on something weird happening. Right, miscommunication.
1: If you had a cell phone, it would be over right now. Done. Yeah, but- one call
4: but there's like one coincidence, you know, and that would be in this case, these two guys meeting. And, you know, it's a, you know, if it was a rom-com, this is definitely a meet cute. He's a priest running from being the things he just stole a car and hits the one guy. I mean, on a rom-com, what could be a better meet cute than that. And I tell the performances are great. I think Clint is great, but man, Jeff Bridges is fantastic. And yeah. I still, you know, I get choked up at the end when he yep. dies. It's just so freaking sad. Yeah, he's
1: doing that lip thing at the end when his lips getting numb and, he- well, and, he's, and he's So happy and he lisping. knows he's yeah. dying.
3: He's having trouble yeah. talking.
4: Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. John, did you? Uh, what's your take on this? Well, movie?
3: first of all, I thought I had seen this movie, but I think I only saw the ending because yeah. uh, none of it, no memories were brought back. I, I look, I like Kalisto in just about anything. So let me start by saying that even his bad movies I like because he's just so interesting to me. Um, and obviously, I understand why Clint Eastwood felt like uh, Jeff Bridges was stealing the movie because it was a much flashier part. But in fairness to Clint Eastwood, who only likes to do three takes every now and then, Bridges went to uh, Chimino and said, look, I think I got a different take I'd like to do. Can we try it one more time? And he goes, well, you got to talk to Clint and then go to Clint and say, all right, give the kid another chance. So he gave, he gave him the opportunity to shine the way he did.
4: He's a generous but actor.
3: That's he awesome. is. and And I also know the way his process. So I find that interesting the way he makes movies, you know, where some, some directors make you do 50 takes to get the right one. He's like, look, if you can't get it in three, you're not going to get it. That's how he, he, cause he, he wants a spontaneity, but what, first of all, I thought the movie was very funny. I was surprised by how funny it was. And there yeah. was a lot of funny stuff in it, almost slapsticky, funny, like, a, like a roadrunner cartoon. That's kind of what it reminded me of. And there's
1: a fight where they're battling with, uh, Clint is beaten up red. They're fighting. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Jeffrey Lewis is against the car, is with the bail? two guns. With the two guns, is yeah. banging into him, and he's yeah. dropping the what, gun.
0: What should I do? What
3: should I do?
4: <laughs> should I shoot him? Yeah. yeah.
3: So I like
4: and that. He just takes the guns from him.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and I, I like them. the buildup, but I also think, uh, and yeah, there are a lot of plot contrivances, but the reality is this is kind of a western, and this is kind of a road picture, and the journey is what the movie's about, not the scenes that connect the journey, right? So that didn't bother me. Yeah, a bunch of coincidence, but who cares? It's how they played it. Uh, the thing, the turn at the end, though, when you realize when, when uh, Clint Eastwood went to buy the car and Jeff Bridges is sitting on the grass by the post, and you can see there's something off on him right there. And then the way he played it for the rest of the movie, where you slowly see him start to deteriorate, and, and you even his Clint Switch character says, you know, you don't look good. You don't look good. That's when he does the whole monologue about he thinks he's a hero. It, it was it was touching. Yeah. And and the other thing I'll say about Chimino, I, I always say this on the show, I like movies that show me something I haven't seen before. And the locations, what was it, Montana, I think it was? Yeah. Miami. Obviously, he Miami. loves the landscape of Montana, the way he shot it. The way those long takes of the road with the car going down the road in mm-hmm. um, the mountains, even when they were walking uh, the first chase with red, when they went by the lake, when the car died, that the way he framed the shot with the lake in the background, it was just absolutely beautiful. And I really haven't seen places like that before. So I enjoyed that. Even the scene at the beginning, the, Ralph doesn't like backstory, right? Well, this movie just like I was like, what the hell's going on? It just yeah. like started. Yeah. And the guy's getting shot and where does he run? Out into a field where the stuff's only up to his knees. And he's running from a guy with a gun. I'm like, what is he why don't you just duck? I the mean Script said that so Jeff Bridges could hit him with the car. I mean But it was beautiful. Time. Right. The
1: scoreless. shot was beautiful. The scene the, I love, you're talking lead. about a scene when they take the boat uh on yeah. Snake River. Yeah. i'm watching that scene and the way they're talking on the back of the boat and the, I, i'm trying to figure out how they shot that so well smoothly. you know that was live that was not right. dubbed you could tell by the, it's, by the it's sound amazing yeah. shot with no drones none of the stuff right. we have now to do that kind of thing and and uh, you could see why where people excited about chimino it's like oh my right. god this guy did mm-hmm. he do was deer hunter after this one yeah oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. so they're like okay this guy's on his way and then well we sure. know what happens but yeah
3: uh, so I I I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, as a heist movie it was okay, but to me it was much more uh it was much more a character movie and the performance was great. You could tell they were having a ball doing it, mm-hmm. which I really liked. Uh and the end was was it was uh, a tough ending after yeah. after laughing seventy five percent of the movie. Beautiful, beautiful Yeah. and it. their bromance, you know, and I kind of looked at it as uh like an older brother with a younger brother. That's yeah. that's how I saw it. Oh, you didn't and, see
1: with the apples, Adam and Eve.
3: No, well, that was that was that's right. Uh, they were in Eden, right? Right, there. Eden, the yeah. apple. Uh, Olympia beer. <laughs> Olympia. That's right. So uh, yeah, I really liked it, and and I liked the fact that you could see that stronger performance from Jeff Bridges. What the future held for him? Oh my god. So you know.
0: And it's also interesting, I think one of the, the clever things, and I don't know why, I remember seeing this um, probably in college, so on videotape, and um, one of the things that I just thought was one of the best, most clever things about it was they're like, we need to raise a stake. So they all went out and got jobs.
3: Yeah. So the, eating, the little ice cream truck. Yeah.
0: Ice, yeah. Little ice cream thing. <laughs> and like, but then when he breaks it down, like, I love that scene where they go back to the, to the, uh, um, you know, the trailer or whatever they're renting. And he starts talking about how there's no antenna and this and on the, you know, seven minutes on the outside and all this stuff. And you realize that he's, this guy's a professional too. Right. He may not be some guy who's going to, you know, callously, you know, shoot a dude that he used to know and was a friend just because his other friend tells him to. But, um, you know, it, it's funny, Debbie, I think, you know, and i I never thought of this, but the word you used kinship is perfect. Um, it really like if we named episodes other than the title of the film, that should that there is a kinship there that they have that connection.
1: Well, um, and and frankly, right Red's away. character with Jeffrey Lewis's character, those exactly. there's a bromance there. And You talk about like that ice cream scene couple. where they're doing, they when went they down both, the wrong street. When they are both that, in the car. Well, and they're both in the car. Oh, and yeah. The kid, the kid questions, you're in oh, the wrong F street. <laughs> and, and Red says, get the, get the F out of here. you little No, he said,
3: away. go F a duck. Go yeah. F a duck.
1: To this <laughs> <laughs> like 12-year-old 8 I don't know how old that kid was. So the there, was a bro, there was a bromance there with those two. Oh, yeah. Right? And, and the funny oh, thing is there. It's a fascinating
3: look at that kind of thing. Chris,
0: what's the funny thing? Well, the thing about it is what there's a great little kind of internal callback there where earlier in the film, uh, George Kennedy makes fun of uh, Lightfoot for like he's like he's a kid. He eats pistachio that's ice cream, true. and then later that kid goes, "No, I like somebody else. They have a better flavor of pistachio." Yeah. He's like a twelve year old. That's uh, what he tells the. Like, fucking, oh, that's that's
1: what he says. F the duck, right
0: after that. Yeah, line. that's what, that's what he says right. to him. <laughs> yeah. So I
3: still I, didn't understand. I understand. I understood why Red turned on Lightfoot, but mm-hmm. why did he turn on Clint Eastwood's character? I didn't understand that. Why? They, they they did it. If they I would have, have escaped. A theory,
2: I have a theory about what? That. I think it was jealousy for the other uh man, the young guy. So he was showing the fire. other
3: guy a little too much attention and, and Red didn't like so. that. I mean, well, that's I jealous? did not you know I did of not see up. that. I,
2: I've um, been observing these romances for a long time and, and <laughs> what's really funny. Talk about yeah, you know, I, I I like this movie now are we frozen?
1: No, no. No, you're good. Now here. you are, John.
2: You're frozen.
1: That is so weird. Now what you're back. What happened to you, John? He's not frozen. He's freezing.
2: <laughs> I'm so worried. You know, I was acting a show here last night. Um, See. <laughs> but uh, you okay, John.
3: I'm okay. Thank you.
2: Okay, good. Uh, what amazes me about these bromances, and and now that I'm with you all, you guys, I like this movie. After this discussion. I like this movie because there's so many things that is so true about men. You know, it's about men, and sometimes women don't. um, I don't know, get these bromances or get these men films or guy films, what you would call it. This is purely a guy film.
3: That's that's good call right there. It is a guy film. Yeah, it's like now, but you have
1: to break it down a little that they put Jeff Bridgers in the uh, dress him up as a woman for that scene where got That's part t- of it. That's yeah. So you, it. there is some, there's definitely some underlying. I think a lot of homoeroticism going on. No,
3: no, there. because of the way, funny, the way he shoved things down to, his pants, the way he hiked I'm up his shirt. I'm not saying he, I'm
1: saying as, I'm saying the subtext of the film. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you know, it's definitely there. Now, what, however Jeff Bridges played that, he said he was sexy. He looked himself in the mirror, goes, I do you. He said, I, yeah. I would do you or something like that. Mm. Um, so that's, that's the underlying thing. Um, of both of like I definitely thought that Red and his partner were definitely had some relationship in prison or something. The way that as connected as they were. So
3: but again they were war buddies. They were all in the war together. Yeah. Just like, just just like a blank. The Greeks uh, a lot of uh, no, wars, no, no, you know, no, 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 no. Uh, no, 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 no offense no. on the Greeks, but there's, you know, there's, no, they were a family. There. They were a dysfunctional family. I know. You,
1: you, I know you don't want to see that, John. I get it because it I'm wasn't you, there. Jeff can, Bridges in, those in, hot hindsight, leather pants in wearing- hindsight.
3: No, no, no. And you always talk about looking at it through 2021, 2022 eyes. There was no way was that the, the, the context of that movie back then. We're looking at it now because it's, there's so much more of it. So now we're, we're trying to squeeze it in. And say, oh, it's probably, it's not. It wasn't made that way. Then
1: why does Jeff Bridges do that scene where he fake kisses red? If there wasn't that, cause he's there? trying to get under his skin. Why? Why would that get under his skin?
3: I, I, he was doing more than that to get under his skin. He's,
1: accusing the whole time. Him, he's basically accusing
4: him of being a homosexual. I'm yeah. just saying.
2: You, you know you, what, Ralph? You, I, I think Ralph has a a valid point.
4: And why did no one have sex with those rabbits? What is that? Okay, what? okay, no, but um, what are you talking no, about? That <laughs> rabbits okay. when they're getting all the rabbits. Yeah, I was actually afraid they were going to shoot one of those rabbits.
1: Well, he shot at them. They didn't kill. They didn't yeah. show it on camera no, with a shotgun. Really with a
3: shotgun, he missed them. Yeah. yeah. That was that's convenient. a guy.
1: That's a guy who raped Ned Beatty. Yeah, I mean, just saying. Oh, I know. It was Jeff Bridges know was with Daisy Duke, 70. so that
3: tells me everything I need to know about him.
1: No, uh, listen. He's. It's not that he couldn't have been bisexual, John. I oh, mean, now he's know.
3: bisexual.
1: I'm not saying any of that. You know that you what? I've
3: changed my mind. This was the precursor to Back Mountain. I completely. You're damn my mind. right. There you go. Yep. Thank you. Yep.
1: Boom. We solved the problem. Why do they call you Thunderbolt?
3: All right. All right. Let Before me show we, you. Listen.
4: I want to move on because I. Uh, this is a great, good pick. Yeah. Good call. Good way to start the year off, Chris. Hey Chris, if you want to you win go. over Ralph and me, just keep going to the seven. This is this is beautiful. <laughs> but uh, I do want, want to show the, one oh, thing. All, honestly, this is a movie
3: I, I haven't seen, so I was glad to watch. I
1: want it. to show a local I like news. I want to show a local news report that they did about the film. I'll show. Was, it, was this like while they were filming? Why were they filming? I, uh, I'm going to show a minute of it. I just want to show you how relaxed and how different this feels compared to what we see now on these things when people do these. But I just felt like Clint comes off really good in this. Um, and it's, it's really fascinating. So here, take a look at this.
2: Okay. We're on location with Clint Eastwood, the superstar. And Clint, my first question is, what is a nice guy like you doing in a <laughs> pool hall in Great Falls, Montana?
1: Well, we're shooting uh, all kinds of wild scenes. You know?
3: <laughs> Actually, not too wild. We're just shooting scenes about playing pool. And uh, I was looking over the area. Sneak around, sneak back.
2: Right, you're but, Thunderbolt in this Thunderbolt right. and Lightfoot. Yeah, and
3: I'm, I'm working on a am jo- working in a in, in a machine shop up the way, and I are just here in the evening talking about uh, what's going to happen next.
2: Were all these extras that you were shooting with uh, tonight uh, local people? Oh here? yeah,
3: that's the local guys. Most of them hang out in this. I mean, come in here occasionally. <laughs> Listen to a giggle. Clint, I mean, um, he's
2: I, I want to ask you, what have you enjoyed most about filming in Montana?
3: Water skiing.
2: And where have no. you been going water skiing?
3: <laughs> no, I mean, I've just been enjoying myself. Uh, uh, the weather's been super uh, since we've been here. Last week's got a little uh, wet, but for the most part it's been very warm, so I've been kind of relaxing and uh, water skiing down at the river here.
2: Mm-hmm. And you've been able to have your family all here?
3: right? And. Uh, but his
1: family and uh, his, his girlfriend. Beautiful. I film, gotta
3: tell you, uh Clint Eastwood flew, they flew his both, girlfriend in. Yeah, I know. He does that in every movie. Clint Eastwood and Jeff Bridges both have just a beautiful head of hair. Oh my god. I mean, I mean, this is
1: this is Clint yeah. During Magnus. Oh my god. Force, dirty Harry. Just time. gorgeous. Just it's, like
3: oh yeah. I can understand I
1: like staring at his back and all that, because he is he is an amazing man.
4: I wish I had that shirt. That is a beautiful shirt. I think shirt. my dad had
1: a shirt just like oh that. Oh, my blue. God. He my wore that
4: check- had a shirt just like that, too. I
1: want Jeff Bridges had that great uh, shirt with checkers on it and those leather pants he was wearing. You oh, know, yeah. Good.
3: Oh, I all I right. can
1: think was those
4: must have been hot. Oh, my God. Wasn't bad.
3: he wearing the leather pants when he was working out there, too? He yes. To when that woman yeah. woman yeah. presses against yeah. the glass.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> was the most
3: 70s scene of a all. Oh, I, it's, it's a beautiful, that, that beautiful. beautiful oh, yeah. Had everything we garment. like. Everything oh, when, when George liked. Kennedy walks in on the young girl and the guy. Well, when she he says He my, pulls my, his
4: mask up.
3: Right. Well, my daughter's, my daughter,
1: my teenage daughter is downstairs. <laughs> She's down there banging her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. All right. All right. So good job, Chris. That was awesome. Yeah. Glad you it. All right. So I'm going to, we'll do the spin for next time. Well, I say yippee kaye on this one. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, yes.
2: I, got yeah. you know, It's been. It's now, been
3: Debbie, you've changed.
2: Yeah, well, okay. because of this discussion.
3: Well, see, that's why you want to subscribe to this channel. This is why you want to share it. This is why you want to.
2: Yeah, this is why punch
3: that like button.
2: You could change your mind at any time. Yeah, you know, you like something you don't like it, and then you like it. So
3: you give it a Yippee kaye, Deb? Yes, I do. Hey, Sean, strong Yippee
4: yay Didn't like it as much as I did when I first saw it, but it's still a powerful film. It's it has great moments. It's 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 fun. It's got a great heist, great performances, and it's directed well. Yeah, I'm going to say
1: Yippee Kai. As a kid, I only remember Jeff Bridges' death scene, but as an adult watching it, his whole performance was actually amazing. I can see why he got nominated for the Oscar because, uh, he was, he was terrific, terrific. So good job. Good job, Chris.
3: Thanks, guys.
1: All right. So let's, uh, let's see who's going to bring the next classic. We gotta uh, drop, uh, my money's, drop my Chris money's off, off the wheel. My, my money's on right, Ralph. Chris. There you go. All right, here we go.
3: Oh, by the way, this is our weekly one, right?
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh,
4: big talk. Big talk. All right, there you go. Well, when you said classic, John always brings the classics. Yes.
1: The old classics, yes, he does.
3: Oh, he does I'm oh, sure so there's something. a difference in classics depending on the age uh, of it, Ralph. A little the bit. The old I, classics. I have, to, I, have to, I have to acknowledge
1: that there are. Would you say Clue is
3: Clute a classic? No.
1: Okay. It's Clute not. It's not a classic, but it is a in my mind. It's a life changing. Definitely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there you go. So John has next week. Uh, I hopefully will let you know within the next. Us. Chris, I know things get a little mm-hmm. tricky, but if you can join us, I will let you know in the next two
3: days. So you guys will let us, us know plenty in a couple of days so we can okay.
1: uh, start watching it.
3: Yeah. Everybody Super have excited. a
1: good week. Now we're going week to week. So enjoy the week. Stay safe. Um, that was again, a great that's week. why you we want to
3: subscribe, right? Cause we're going weekly now. This is it. That's <laughs> a reason. To content subscribe. content. content know, is king. I yes. I just want to
4: say, I don't think of us as podcasters. I think of us as heroes. <laughs> a job. Job, oh, or, up, I don't know job. what you're
1: saying. Why are you saying that now? I, don't I feel Why the same saying...
4: way. I, yeah.
1: I agree with you. We are heroes. Let's go. <laughs> Keep it going in 2022. All right.
2: Okay. And the strangest. Uh, I'll, I gotta say one one final thing.
3: Oh boy! <laughs> not about the Holocaust.
2: No. no okay. Not romances. My <laughs> okay, bromances. Oh. My husband and my dad had a bromance. Oh. Okay. Oh, I can see how that could be psychologically I damaging
3: what, to you. What did uh, you say, Sean?
4: <laughs> we spent a lot of time in the hot tub together. Oh. And mm. wait a minute. It's time for me to take off my <laughs> no, shirt.
3: Man. Holy cow. Okay. And I'm going to
4: throw it to a fan.
3: Go. Oh. All right.
4: <laughs> That's my Antonio. <laughs>
1: oh, this pastor. year is okay. starting off baby. on the right foot, baby. baby. All right. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good, safe week. We'll see yeah. you next time. Yeah. Great show, everyone. Great. great Chris. <laughs>
2: See you next week. A lot
1: of fun. Bye guys. Bye.